It's not a bad Elvis, actually. Oh, ding, ding, ding. It's a, it's a terrible Elvis. <laughs> I don't know. I kinda like, it's like it's like sleepy, druggy El- Elvis. Yes, Elvis at his 42nd hour. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Like, he's been up all night partying and singing. What are these quaaludes like? Ding, ding, yeah. ding. I could use five of these. I want a cheeseburger. One of them <laughs> greasy cans. <laughs> Double bacon patty. You know? From uh, Sonics. You know what we have? Why we haven't had an Elvis documentary in a long time? Why oh, not? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's make another one. Yeah, let's do one about yeah. The, the just kids, keep doing stories about Elvis. I miss those. Why? Like, let's just yeah. There can't be more Elvis. He only There's lived to be, be like right? forty years old. There can't be that much. Like if they like they he couldn't have done that much. <laughs> he appropriated. He 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 maybe was a pedophile. He joined the army. Loved his mom. Caught the world by storm. Ed Sullivan. Yeah. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I don't think I've ever seen one documentary about Elvis. I've tried. I don't want to either. No. It's the last person I want to like find out more about. Even Elvis in Hawaii. I just want to make fun of him. I've watched a few of his movies. I think when I was you know years oh, I've ago. I've never seen his movies. I've tried. I think I've tried to watch GI Blues. Yeah, something like that. Probably one of those things. He's in Hawaii or he's some pretty. Thing. He's a pretty guy, and I like it. Like he's a he's a legend in Hawaii, obviously, because he like re reestablished his career post Colonel, like in Hawaii. They love him in Hawaii. He's a mm. he's he's huge. He's huge. He's not tiny. Huge. Tiny. Elvis. Literally. <laughs> Do you remember tiny, tiny Elvis? Yeah, the skit. Yeah, they. But there was a. There was that a, was incredible. A grocery store in my in my hometown that just like stole that as though it was theirs, <laughs> and they'd be like, "Tiny Elvis, what? <laughs> look at all these sales on cantaloupe." And he'd be like, "They're they're huge." <laughs> and they, they did like they took the whole green screen, they shrunk down Elvis, and it was like you just stole it. like you just stole this. It was like they did them, yeah, butcheries. Those fucking mm. people. They just, they felt like doing what, they were wild. It's huge. Look at the smile on these cashier's faces. <laughs> They're huge. <laughs> one, of, one of Nick Cage's finest. Yeah. Uh, we didn't come here to talk about Elvis. Thank God. What did we come here to talk about today, Chris? Kenny, Kenny Loggins? Is that- Can we talk about Kenny Loggins just for a hot second? Well, only if I could put, I'm just going to warn you, you can't, besmirch Kenny Loggins. I'm not. Okay. I'm not okay. besmirching him. I, I came across this story. It's a short story, so this this will go hopefully kind of quick here. I'll talk about Loggins all day. I'm not sure I really want to spend too much time on this. Okay. But but you want to spend some time on it. Yeah, I, I, want to, I just want to bring this to your attention and get your thoughts on this. Okay. Thing. Back in 1992. Yep. Right? So 92. Not like, not back in the 70s or the 80s at the height of, of Kenny's career. Yeah. Mike. But in 1992, Kenny Loggins married a woman named Julia Cooper. Okay. Uh, they had a ceremony in Big Sur, California. Okay. And for the ceremony, 
the couple, as well as a handful of guests, were nude during the ceremony. Like that was the point of the ceremony? Was to be nude? I, I, I don't know if it was the point of it. It's just that they and, and some of the guests, uh, the wedding party, I guess, maybe was was nude. Um, but so not everybody was nude then, because the story it says the handful of the guests were naked. So like not where all of them were naked. Where are you learning about this? Where did how does this even come up? I saw this posted somewhere, and then I started trying to. I researched it a little bit more, and it, nothing much comes up. It, it, there was a story of like mentioning it in like the old like People magazine or something. I think. Um. But I, why? Okay. Well, let me back. Let me back you up. How a does that bit. work? Are you like, talking about? Is, are you talking about the? This is Julia Cooper, his his second wife, correct? Yeah they they married they 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 divorced like two years later. Yeah. Do you know where so they last Do you know where they met? No. So, Kenny Loggins had problems with his butthole, and uh, <laughs> Julia Cooper was a colon therapist, <laughs> so she was up in that. Yeah. Can you imagine like- marrying a colon? Th- I mean, no wonder they got married naked. They they'd expose themselves in the deepest, darkest reaches of fingers. Well, and- she, she was a bit of a. I think it's from what I was reading. She was a bit not a little out there of like you know natural healings and all those things and blah 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 blah. And that she's the one to convince him to shave his beard off. And then they, apparently they had this sort of like um. You know, sort of on a very honest relationship and stuff. So yeah, I guess somewhere along the lines, it was they were like it was probably her idea or something. Yeah, I, I think know. he I, was having like I think he was just having like a spiritual nineties awakening, which is not, yeah. which isn't, which is not. I mean, he might have just put it off. I think he yeah. hit the eighties real hard. Yeah, and I think that yeah. the when the nineties showed up, yeah, he was like not ready for it. So he's he, like, I'm gonna try this uh, sting thing, you know, with the yeah, cancer. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I can't, you know, I. He's given us so much. He has. It would be hard. Listen, I'm, I'm cool with it. I just, what I just don't understand is that like only a handful of guests were naked. Like, so, so you Why can you come up na- on like, this. It was optional. I want to see a guest list. Cause if it's like Michael McDonald's was, the Michael McDonald was nude. Yeah. Like, I, I want to know who was, I want to know who was nude. Right. Right. I also want to know if the curtains match the drapes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Carpet, whatever. Did he, did he shave? Was it post beard shave or pre? Do you think Loggins? Loggins' pubes look like his upper beard. Like yeah, his, yeah, yeah. He, sh- he shapes the same. He shapes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope so. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's a he's a he's he's got a. I mean, there's a lot going on with Kenny Loggins. There's a lot going on with Kenny Loggins. I I I personally find now there's a guy I want to see maybe a documentary about and some stories about. Me too. I would like yeah. to know what the fucking deal. Well, I want to know how Jimmy Messina feels about all this. He can't mm-hmm. be happy. <laughs> You can't. I mean, you're you're like I'm. Log is a Messina. Let's do this, Jimmy Messina. They're just playing, having having a good old time, and then suddenly, Kenny Loggins is like, "I'm gonna go fucking sell the fuck out without yeah. you." Like, Paul Simon got nothing on Kenny Loggins. Garfunkel mm-hmm. and Messina should have a band. Ooh, is that a pot? Could that be a thing? Did Messina just disappear after Loggins? No, I think Jimmy Messina did some other things. Okay. Singing or writing songs, maybe? probably soundtracks. I, you know, I don't really know. I don't know what That's the. There's a documentary I want to see that the the the, the, the splitting of. The you know what would be a dope documentary? I've been thinking about this because I've been watching these old Wham videos. Mm. Uh, like a movie about the guy that didn't that didn't get fa- like the Andrew Ridgely from Wham 
or Art Garfunkel. Like you just interview the second person mm. mm-hmm. of these mm-hmm. of these groups that like kind of how they dealt with like watching yeah the person that like they they well, were peers with break off and 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 make like millions uber successful yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of anger there i bet in those interviews that's a documentary that's a real documentary that is. Right you know what that's kind of like the uh what is it the the um five feet from stardom or whatever it was called yeah yeah, yeah. same same concept yeah but, exactly but a but little bigger bit, in yeah a way. like yeah yeah, I want to, you yeah, could. That'd be good. Let's do it. Call, Let's make it. You could call I'm All Right. <laughs> That's actually really good. That's a really good title. <laughs> or Make It Big, which was the name of Wham's first record. Mm. Yeah. Mm. There's also, I'm, I'm making this fucking movie. Let's do it. Let's make it. You know, do you, uh, Kenny Loggins is from Everett, Washington. He is? Yep. Huh. Pretty cool. Interesting. Yeah. Snow Homish guy. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Respect. All right. Respect. Yeah. They should Let's have interview f- Kenny Loggins. Dude, I'd give any. I don't even know what I would say. I I'd, don't either. There's too much to talk about, and I would just get stuck on over the top. He'd be like, <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. So I wrote, I, I'm a Grammy Award winner. I'm like, yeah, yeah but that over the tops. Um. Anyway, that's yeah. a. The, I think you're. Uh, you. I'm just still kind of like flabbergasted by the idea of Kenny Loggins pubes. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> Shaped like his beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we had, this is funny. It's a funny show. Oh, t- by the way, I should, I should explain the fact that I probably sound horrible. And if you don't like a nasal, if, the, if, uh, if congested sinus infection ASMR isn't your bag, then mm. uh, this this podcast's not for you this week. Skip. I'm, yep. Yeah, it might it might have already been a skip if you don't like post nasal drip in your podcast, <laughs> or just put it on like one uh, one point five times speed on the on maybe and um, maybe no, it'll sound better. No, slow it down, way down. I bet you sound oh. like a crazy drunk right now. <laughs> slow me down to point five. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try to do, yo. Let's try to do next week. <laughs> let's try to talk real slow so that you can only listen to it at two times speed. Whoa! To be normal voice. Oof. Oh, man, let's we're gonna be here forever. T- let's test it out real quick. Let's try it out. <laughs> <laughs> let's start like it's the beginning of the show. Ready? Hello and welcome to Not for Nothing. With your I can't host, go slower. Chris and Chris. Hey, Chris. <laughs> You're talking way too slow. <laughs> I think you gotta go slower, man. I think it's this. <laughs> You're just sounding sleepy. <laughs> you sound sleepy. <laughs> We'll work on it. Yeah, we'll workshop it. Yeah, <laughs> we will workshop it. Chris, I've been practice all weekend. I have a question for you. That's that's I I noticed on Instagram. This is something on Instagram. This is sports related, but um, it's kind of two part. So I was thinking, I've got friends that are skateboarders. They're like my age or like in their like thirties and forties. They're skateboarders. You know, they yeah. like not pro skateboarders, but yep. 
they're guys that are into skateboarding. They've identified as skateboarders since they were 13 and they still wear the same clothes. Anyway, they're the only people I know on Instagram that regularly put Instagram story videos of them skateboarding, like doing tricks. Oh. And I was wondering, like, is there any other sport where people in their middle age, like 40s, feel comfortable, like, posting videos of them doing it, like, doing tricks? or Like, like I, would, I was saying, like, it's the equivalent of me, like, putting, like, videos of me doing layups, like, <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> like, look, I made another layup. This one with my left hand. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think uh, you'd have to exclude like working out videos because that's kind of different. That's not quite. Um, no, that's an accomplishment. I right, kind of- right. Or like a box. If it was like a super high box jump or something, maybe. I guess I don't know. I'm. I'm but you're you're right. It's 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 it feels a little. It feels a little. So what are and what are they doing? Are they just doing like little kick flips and ollies and stuff. Or yeah, they, they like- do some grinds. <laughs> Yeah, they do it's not, not. It's not very exciting. It's also not the only. It's not like, oh, I happened upon this. I just happened to do a trick and caught it on video. Like you know, it's number seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, they're setting it up. Like the camera's in place. But these are grown professional men. Like they're not. Yeah. They're not skateboarders. So, right. so I put the. I posed this question onto a skateboard friend of mine, who I will remain nameless, who was in his defense is in his thirties, not in his forties, but okay. nonetheless. Yeah, he said. Well, you don't layups. You don't learn new layups, so there's nothing to post. And I was like, "Well, you could learn a new layup." But yeah. Then it, but then it led me to believe, or if you're like doing offhand or spin moves and like you know kind of yeah, things, yeah, practicing your euro steps. Yeah, work on your euro step. And then yeah, we put it, we didn't have euro steps when we played when that, we were younger. And then put that on the put on Instagram so people could yeah. be like, "Hot fire, fire, fire layup, bro! <laughs> that was lit." <laughs> Check out your vans, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like if there's like another. um, Like, do you have to wear a slam magazine when you do it? Because you know, skateboarders always have to wear like Thrasher magazine shirts. (laughs) Like, do you have to wear like or like Sports Illustrated? You wear a Sports (laughs) Illustrated T-shirt or sweatshirt (laughs) while you do your layups. (laughs) Yeah, and your bros, and your bros all kind of like mock you, but like not. They're like, yeah, they they just. They slam the basketballs Gnarly. on the ground. Yeah, they're like, dude, McTwist. <laughs> do a McTwist. Killer. What if you did what if you did skateboard moves as layups? Like Ooh, you're like, see, there you go. This is my Christ air. This is my my method to Nolly <laughs> backslash. No comply. I just did a no comply. It would be cool. I'm gonna try that. That would be cool. That would be cool. Because that adds an extra layer. Yeah. But no one's probably really Bro, done Bro, no, you didn't. Oh. Uh. But then you have to do outtakes of you like blowing the layups, I guess, because that is a big part of skateboard videos. Yeah, because that'd be kind of funny and fun. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. outtakes. <laughs> I, used to, I always used to enjoy the outtakes like, at the end of the skate movies where they'd show people just biffing and, and crashing and stuff. Those were always kind of fun. And then they're laughing and stuff and whatnot. I personally think that it's just that in order to be a skateboarder, you have to have a certain level of narcissism. Yeah. That you want people, like you're an outcast, but seriously, you just, but ultimately, you just want people to give you attention. Yeah. Yeah. It like, it breeds that type of person. They're just like, I'm an anti establishment, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Skate or die. The world's always trying to keep me back. 
I'm just out here trying to grind, grind gnarly rails. Anyway, I, w- I will say though, if 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 the, if these dudes are like in their 40s and or or women or anybody who's 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 doing some awesome tricks still in their 40s and can still pull that shit off, you should be posting those. Well, I think they do. That's the thing. It's like you're the on in the defense of the skateboarders, they're not posting like, oh look, I'm on a, I'm in my carpet. Like I just learned how to like kickflip. Like. They're not going to post garbage because skateboarders are mean to each other. That's part of mm. the culture. It's like right. you're constantly shitting on each other. So it's got. Yeah, but be if it's like, just a if it's just a basic street trick where you're just little ollies and all that kind of stuff, I and think you're in your I think in your forties, uh, anything a basic street trick is a trick. Like that's good news. Uh, I don't know. Seen it, done it. You could do that. Anybody could do that. I well, think if that's you, if the you keep, point. If you've been is doing it, it for twenty years, you can no still do it. In your what's 40s? last time somebody invented a skateboarding trick? I think it's, it's been a while. Yeah, except for just when they keep, you know, twisting around a little more every, you know, half a turn more every couple of years. Well, on the half pipe, I don't even think people ride half pipes anymore. Yeah, I think they that's do. Gone of the, no, that's gone of the way of the wayside. Okay. Maybe in Sweden. Uh, but I, I mean, did, if they're doing like rail, if they're doing like stair railings or something all the way down, you know, there's like 20 stairs and the rail and they go down, they, you know, they ride the rail all the way down or something, you know, like, and you're older and stuff like that's, I think that's sort of like. It still shows you've sort of got that that dexterity and that and that athleticism, I guess, to to a degree, which I think is impressive to There's me. There's just a level of bravado that I do not have. I am not capable of doing, and maybe it's just because I'm not good at anything enough to feel confident putting it on, like Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Like I don't right. TikTok. I I don't know. I don't know what's up with TikTok. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Here we go. Hey, what's <laughs> what's going on with skateboarding and TikTok? Yeah, this is topical. Uh, yeah, maybe hey. maybe we should maybe we should just start doing. Is there TikTok? Is there skating TikToks? Uh, like, I don't maybe think so. Should we make that a thing? I don't think that's happened yet. No, nope, we'll be the first. You could do like the dance moves while you're skateboarding. There aren't enough forty-year-olds on TikTok for there to be skateboard videos on TikTok. <laughs> Because 40 year olds are the only motherfuckers posting this shit on Instagram. Tell all your friends to get over on TikTok and then they'll blow up. Get on TikTok, skateboarders. Yeah. yeah. You could right. do it. Right. Here's the other thing. I, the only thing I can find that's comparable where people do the same shit in their 40s is golf. I got, also have friend, golf friends that are recently into golf and they're like, check out this fat drive like they like set their camera down <laughs> they walk up to their fucking pin oh god yeah that's worse yeah that's a, so i i feel like skateboarding and golf are kind, like they're kind of the same like you both button your shirt up all the way to the top <laughs> <laughs> right mm. i that's i can't think of another a, a, another comp that's that's close anyway there, yeah there's not it's kind of unique in itself but yeah I'm gonna work like on my, I'm gonna work on my layup vids okay. for the Insta stories. Yeah. So keep your eyes peeled on that. Maybe I'll post mm-hmm. one as not for nothing. I might yeah. do that. Get out there, <laughs> the ball in the park. Yo, let's go shoot some ball in the park, and then we'll go up ball. You know, I'll do a left. Maybe, yeah. a, maybe a. I'll bring a crew out there so we could each work on our nicest. Yeah, the guys could stand around you like cheer and like, whoa, did you see that? Yeah. 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 You could do like a behind the back kind of one. Yeah, you could do. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what kind of <laughs> shoes you wear. Oh, like Chuck Taylors or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got wear Vans, Vans. Airwalks. <laughs> anyway, I just thought ahead. Glad we could talk through it. 
Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, why I'm I, with you on that. I don't know. Yeah. Why. The older I get, the shittier I am towards skateboarding. But like, I used to love it, but it just pisses me off. Like, I don't know why it just pisses me off so much. Uh, well, I, cause it, you know, like you gotta grow up a little bit, fellas. Yeah. Like skateboarding, it's a young man's thing or young person's well, thing. Well, that's a true, that's, that's a hard thing to, that's a hard thing to, to come. I feel the same way about snowboarding. When I see grown ups on snowboards, when I'm skiing, I'm like, I would feel like, I would feel like an idiot on a snowboard. Like I used to snowboard. I would, I think you at some point have to graduate to skis. You can't be a 60 year old mm. man on a snowboard. That's weird. Ah, uh, that I'm not so because you're not really you're just going down the hill then at that point. You know, you know, you're, you're just skiing. enjoying the ride. It's kind of like skiing. I, I sort of attribute it to skiing because you're not really getting crazy on skis. You're just trying to make it down the hill at that point. Okay. And then people grew up on snowboards and not skis, so I think at some point it's not going to be weird to see older people snowboarding just leisurely. Okay. Like it's just the natural Maybe sort I of evolution. Back of off. I should back off. Let just uh, let people do what they want to do. Yeah. Why do I yeah, have man. to be the bully? I'm not a bully. Yeah. Yeah. What do you care what they put on TikTok? Yeah. Well, I, I just noticed that's what I've been noticing on TikTok. Yeah. I think it's a little weird. I, it's a little bit like this false bravado. Like, yeah, I could still do this. And I'm like 40. I'm like, yeah, all right, great. But nobody really cares. Yeah. All and right. you're doing these basic ass fucking tricks. Okay. I like it. Right. Get, yeah. me off my, get me off my high yeah. horse. Come up with some better. Go bigger, guys. Go bigger <laughs> with your tricks. Go bigger, do it more. Yeah. Like, show us something. Though. Do more of them. Yeah. Only on TikToks. Only on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, you don't stop. Uh, yeah. T- oh, God. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, all right. Let's keep slogging. What else you got up for on the docket today? I got some show. I got some things I wanted to talk about. Let's go. Let's jump into. Uh, I don't want to do. Oh, let's see. Wobbling moon. What? I don't know. Uh, That's crazy. We can save that for another yeah, day, but the please. fucking world's about to end because the moon's wobbling, apparently. So, but we, we don't have to get into wobble, that one. That one's wobble, too heavy right wobble, now. Wobble, wobble. Uh, let's talk about the WNBA really quick. Okay, great. Did you see the All Star game last night? I did not. I, I wanted to. I didn't get to see it. I watched. Um, I watched. It's the, also an All Star game, too. And I was like, it's just, it's just like. But the premise was dope. And I want to see this incorporated oh. in another. In like I don't know why this can't be more like all All Star games. So basically, the idea was that this because this is an Olympic year, the U.S. Olympic team, who are all WNBA players, played against the WNBA All Stars, which were voted on by coaches, fans, and they couldn't be obviously players that were already on the Olympic team. Right. So kind of like the second level people. Yeah. The the best of the the best of the leftovers. The B team. The B team and the B team whooped that ass. The B team B team USA. Uh, which is pretty, which is pretty fucking awesome. But I like this idea that like, why don't they do, they should do this with the, the NBA all-stars. They should be like coaches or players get to choose who, who their all-stars are. Like those are the all-stars coaches and players. And then fans choose their all-stars and then that's who play each other in an all-star game, like in the, in the NBA All right, or in any, in any version of it. Like I know that there's. There's compensation tied into all stars, so that should just yeah. go to like team. That shouldn't be an all star game thing. That should be just like the what's that called the all NBA, sure. And just have like be like yeah, coaches and players, you guys choose who you think are the 
like or you know do your fucking usual like oh it's got to be these fucking vets and whatever they've earned it blah 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 and then let the fans just be like this is who we want to see play and let fucking yeah. let them battle it out that's actually great because then it 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 gets the people who deserve a spot who are having like a great year season probably get more recognized by the players themselves and the coaches yeah versus just who the fans want to see and everybody's still an all-star Right. You just got to play like it'll be fans versus players or whatever. Like, right. Right. So then you kind of have that like esports element of it because they're yeah. like they're picking their guys. Mm-hmm. Maybe you even do it through through two uh, K. You know, like yep. yep. People pick yep. their favorite. Like it's the top two K players against yep. whatever NBA players that aren't on the All Star team. I don't know. There's this like that. I thought the WNBA did a really cool thing. And like the even cooler part is that the WNBA squad beat the Team USA squad. Yeah. And Sue Bird right. was like, we got work to do. Yeah. Like we got whooped. Like She's we right. got, yeah. That is, that, it's a dope idea. And once again, it just shows like WNBA is like leading the way on, on being, you know, being forward thinking and then taking the initiative on things. And, and just how and, le- less ego driven, uh, not to say like women are, but maybe like WNBA players are like they could they could do this. Like I really don't think the NBA could because it would just break too many. It would hurt too many of these sensitive dudes' feelings. Mm. But I like I would love it. Like I I I think it would be super cool. And I just think you're right. Like it's just progressive forward thinking that like the WNBA seems and, to and just try not being afraid to try new things. And like you, you see, like I just saw the baseball is yeah the, the, the that, fuck commissioner that is was like in going my back to the old ways. Next that week. was in my show notes. It just goes to show like he was using COVID to yep. fucking tr- implement these new ideas instead of just being upfront. He was being a sketch ball about it, which is what everybody thought anyway. Instead of just being like, we need to do this yeah. for the for the for baseball. I'm the commissioner. This is what we're doing. Instead of being like hiding it behind COVID, because now we're back to fucking the seven inning games, which were great. Like, no, nope, they don't want to. They want to charge full price for fucking yep. two games. They want to reset yep. the audience so we can't have double headers anymore. Like, it's like we're just gonna go backwards, really. Like, we finally you find That's baseball. That's all they do. They always go backwards. It's always going backwards. It's can never like this. All this stuff. Everything is. Ju- it just makes everything worse. Instead of you know just trying something completely new and innovative and like even the nba gives it lip service they all oh, for adam sure. silver always says and talks about adam things silver like this. needs to fucking step up his game it, it it's it's brutal it's brutal the shit like it's so transparent what he's in favor of and what he wants and he, the way you can tell is by listening to the nba announcers like they are always backing up the referees mm-hmm. they're always gaming the superstar and that's what the nba wants they want close games they want their superstars to be su- to be marketable entities, and they want the referees to be supported, no no matter what. And it and it shows and you can uh, see a it whole lot the, with this Team USA actually like struggling to to keep up with the FIFA rules, one hundred percent, and not getting the and not getting the foul calls that they're so used to. Like, how hard is it to change that and just sort of adapt more to a system like the 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 FIFA or FIBA? Well, last night they're like they're. There was like no calls, no calls all night, but then be consistent, and then suddenly there are calls, and then there are no calls again in the in the NBA final, and it's like I don't even Stupid. know what the fuck I'm watching. You and like you listen to these commentators, all they're commentating on are the foul calls and how good they are. It's so weird. It, it, yeah, it really like I I don't know. It it's it's a I feel like Adam Silver has kind of lost the reins on what officiating is replays like he doesn't know what necessarily like i I think he knows 
how to sell the NBA and grow the NBA. And I think that it's turning off. They're just, they're too afraid to rock the boat. They're too, everyone's too conservative because it's like, this is the way it's like business and everything that's in this country has ever been done. It's just like everything was sort of innovative a hundred years ago, maybe 60 years ago. And then everything's just like, no, let's just keep the the status quo. That innovation is what got us here. I I blame old people. Like, I think that like just people Mm -hmm. gotten too old. Like we used Mm -hmm. like going back to Elvis Rest on like, the laurels. Elvis, remember you thought Elvis was mad old when he died. He was younger than you. Like mm-hmm. people used to just die young. Like they just did things younger so that it was more innovative. Like, and now you have old people running shit and they just want to keep things the same for longer. So it's harder yep. to like break in and be more like aggressive and, 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 and innovative and exciting and like move along with the times. Like right. super slow-mo doesn't do a shit. You're it, you're introducing technology into sports the wrong way. Yeah. Like you like Yep. It doesn't make yep. any sense. Yeah. Like let's make let's keep the human error but then go super then, then like contradict it. We've talked about this a million times. I I heard a guy I heard an ex player on the radio the other day, an ex MLB player, a catcher, cuz the Pirates just drafted a catcher. And they were like, "Do you think it's dangerous that once the once MLB goes to like you like a computerized ball and strike zone that like catchers no longer will be able to frame the ball and that will be a lost art. And this guy was like, catchers don't care that much about framing. You guys are like caught up in this olden era of like trickery. Like, do you want trickery or don't you? You like, right. do you want it to be called fair or do you want spitballs and sticky balls and framing and trying to trick the ump? Like, what do you want? Like, what? Right. What is it right. that like the MLB? Like, what does the fan want? Do they want it to be fair, or do they not want it to be fair? Because you can't have both. It's but that's so what the problem. They think they want it both ways because they're used to having it both ways. I know, but it doesn't. And they work. can't imagine going one way or the other. It doesn't work. You can't have like human error and then super slow replay on the NBA. Right. You and can't have like about it. you can't have a fat old umpire looking over a catcher's arm to call balls and strikes and then bitch about the strike zone like you can't like just either have robots do it or don't like just right. one, one or the other but it doesn't like human error technology has surpassed humans to such a great extent that like we can now see things with such immense clarity that like you're just lying to yourself if you like are putting a human if you're saying like we need the human component in it like in the, in the rule system, in the regulation system, it doesn't make any sense. Well, the I, the, the nature of the, of this is is all the human component of it. So then you can't override that with technology. Then technically, like you can't like you're, there's gonna be some human errors and emotions, and and your you know each person has a different sort of understanding or perspective of the rules or interpretation of those rules. So it's like that's if that's the if that's that's the inherent nature of of like officiating. And, and in placing these rules. So then let's, on, ha- so, so then, yeah, that. so you got to get rid of everything else. Just let it be that. Yeah. And, and stop second guessing everything and, and over analyzing everything. Then. Uh, I, or go to a complete, you got to go completely forward a hundred years in the future and just have it like, don't have refs, human refs, just have it all digitally or electronically controlled. We've talked about this monitored. a million times. It's one or the yeah. other. Let's go back to talking about the women. Okay. Yeah, let's do I'm kind of tired of talking about the stupid men. Yeah. I love this idea about the, the, the NBA WNBA all-star game. That was, I think that was a really smart. It was a really great idea. Me too. 
and also the fact that you tie that into with Candace Parker's now is going to be on the cover of the of the NBA 2K video game. I didn't know that. It's the first time a woman's going to be on the cover, which is great. Although there is like three different covers with other dudes that are on it and not her, so she's only like one I mean, of it's three always or four. Ha- it's always half. It's always right. Half. But whatever, it's fine. Like it's 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 Candace Parker should be on the cover. She should be the like the, the right now at least in in, in sports or women's sports and, and basketball. Like she should be the the cover star of this thing. She's getting the huge attention and glory, which is amazing. Um, it's I I'm just happy to like to see it and finally it's it's happening and stuff. I, although I think they could have gone with like a sort of a goat trio or something on the covers, which would have been cool. Yeah, I mean I think it was a Luca and and and. KD and and Candace Parker, right? Yeah, something like that, right? So I mean, so, whatever. I I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, this, it's nice to see it sort of tie in with with the the sort of evo- elevation of of sort of the with women's sports. The WNBA this year is has been exciting, and a lot of stuff has been going on. A lot of records have been breaking uh, in the league. Sue Bird has like the all time assists record now. I think Tarasi is the all time leading score now. I think. So you got um, you got greats. You got greats. You've got a lot of greats right now. It's, it's 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 a it's a great time to be with like watching and 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 growing the WNBA, uh, and then promoting it and stuff like this with 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 the video game. I think is just another one of those steps, uh, and and hopefully the, the, you know it keeps growing from there. Uh, yeah, you've got. I mean, you've even got like Sabrina Ionescu. I can never mm-hmm. say her last name right. In those Chris Paul ads, those horrible Chris Paul ads. Oh, but at God. least you got her. I mean, they're putting her in these ads. Like, yeah. Chris Paul, Chris yeah. Paul State Farm ads are probably the most run, most beloved fucking ad campaign for, like, starring an NBA player, which is crazy because they're stupid. But it's great that she's in them. Like, I it's think great that, that she's in them. They, they could have done, they've could have they done better with someone else. They could have done Candace Parker. They could have, like, Sue Bird has been incredible in those CarMax commercials. Yo, but I like Sabrina. I think she's I, I I'm She's a, all right, but I like she's her. not the she's not the star of of the league yet, right? No, nah, but she's you got a Elena Delacton. She's, she's got, a New uh, York girl. She's, she's cute. Like people like Yeah. She fits, right? But there's she fits tons the of all these other women that that her uh that are deserving. Like even Chini uh uh man, I can't even think of her last name right now. Agbuanu, I or I am going I murdered it. But yeah, uh she's can, she's with close. the um LA Sparks, but she also does ESPN. She's a huge personality who would like nail i think a lot of those commercials um who as sort of a as sort of that natural ability i think she has there's a lot of people i i'm a little disappointed it's it's sabrina who i like she's just not like sort of if she's not even a top 10 name i don't think in the wnba or she really shouldn't be she will be she's gonna be like the next like, she will be she will be like, like she's Russell fine Westbrook. she's a little stiff in the commercials and that's fine whatever well, the I'm just saying, like, are terrible. they've cut it you know they could have done tarasi they could have done skylar diggins smith there's so many other choices Tarassi's, that they could have made here tarasi's not tv ready <laughs> <laughs> no. no, 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 no. Ah, they're just I, anyway. So, um, whatever. That's fine. I got you. She's not even the best player on her team right now. I'd do Sabali. I think she's fucking the greatest. I think she's great. She should be all over TV. She's so she's so fantastic. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of great ones. That Oregon team, man, fucking good time. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of incredible women out there right now playing ball and who need who should be getting a lot of commercials and a lot of exposures because I think they'll be hitting it out the park here and they're doing a lot of good work themselves and and with uh, with social media actually too is another great thing it's like if you're on social media start following like a lot of WNBA players and stuff because there's a lot of trash talking and like but a oh, lot I didn't of fun know that. 
Yeah, and it's it's really it's really great. They they do such a good job them promoting themselves. It's incredible. And for people, other people, not to sort of jump on that bandwagon and sort of join in on that and and help raise themselves with that brand going forward, they're missing out on a lot of good stuff there. Huh. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get on that. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it on TikTok. Yeah. Uh. All right. Good chat. I like that. It felt good. I'm glad we got that. There was something else in the WNBA we wanted to talk about, but I can't remember what it was. It's from a couple of weeks ago. Uh, how they're just showing the way with um, leading the way uh, um, with like social awareness um, and um, just more props. They, uh, yeah, they, oh, man. What the hell was the other thing too? They did something so great, and you and I were talking about it. I know. And now I, I can't think of it. Me neither. I felt so stupid. We, Damn we, it. We left it on the we left it on the back burner for so long. It it got old. Mm hmm. It did. Ugh, it went cold. Well, we at least at least we hit them in the top of the show this week. Yeah. Uh, we'll get. I do want to talk about the NBA a little bit, just quickly, with this uh, the new coaching hires, because it's something I bitched about, and I have to give them credit. I have to give the the NBA overall credit for the lack of the a lack of black head coaches, because of the I think eight vacancies that have presented themselves mm-hmm. in the NBA, all but the Rick Carlisle high hire yeah. have been black head coaches. Yeah, from Udoka, I guess Jason Kidd. Um, it looks like the Pelicans are going to go with the Sixers' great Willie Green. Uh, mm-hmm. Mosley got hired. Billups, yeah, Hill. Orlando. Billups got hired, uh, and I think yeah. that like Wes Unsell Jr. might get hired over in in Wiz? DC. So that's, I mean, that's incredible. Like that's you have that is incredible. More than a hundred by a hundred percent. Have you du- you've du- more than doubled the n- the number of black head coaches? I don't know if that if Adam Silver is behind that. So maybe we should give him a little more credit because it. But or maybe I, I don't people think just him. people just recognize that the trend in uh in players responding to head coaches isn't to be like a stiff white guy who's yelling at you, and in yeah. fact like somebody that you like respect and want to play for. Yeah, and keep work. and keep recycling old coaches and names yeah. instead of trying to give one of these guys a chance who which who is, earned and worked their way up the which is this makes the Rick Carlisle hire even better. It's like not only is he recycled, he's one of your old recycled head coaches. You're bringing yeah. back like it's yeah. wow. I mean, but he's perfect for Indiana, so I'm going to give them a pass because like if anybody's going to hire an old white balding coach, it's it's going to be Indiana. Pacers. Yeah, I mean, good for you, but like every yeah. every other vacancy included, I guess you could sort of include the Nate McMillan because that was he was interim. Now he's the official head coach. Uh, took long enough. So yeah, I mean, we can't just sit here a bitch about the NBA the entire time and then no, 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 and, then, no, and not definitely. give them credit. But I am also a little skeptical. That this is this does seem to this does seem to be cyclical. Like every like ten years or so, where they they hire like there's like a mass hiring of black coaches. But to your point, the difference this time isn't that it's fucking it's not Byron Scott and fucking Lionel Simmons right. and the same fucking retreads. Lionel They're, Hollins, whatever. Yeah. Fucking yeah. old broke I know fingers. What you mean. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not. It's yeah, not, exactly. It's not Fizdale. Right. It's like it's a new. It's like a a new yeah. generation of like of of talent, you know, yeah. that have worked their way through the system that aren't getting left on fucking. It, we're not seeing Mo Cheeks getting hired. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the fact, oh, I will say the the one bitch and complaint I do have to have though too is is Dallas really. They apparently this Mosley guy is an incredible coach. Yeah, has been deserving of a shot, and he was should have been. The, the Mavs could go to fuck Carlisle. themselves. The Mavs could go fuck themselves, like straight yeah. up. Like, yeah, I exactly. love that Cuban has just decided to hand the reins to fucking Haralabob and be like, "Yo, I'm gonna give the like, 
professional my, gambler. Yeah, but give my whole team. And then Haralabob's like, let's bring in Jake Hit. Like I, they've got yeah, like two of the most, two of my least favorite players in Luca and Porzingis, and 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 fucking, and now my least favorite coach. And they got a GM who's got zero like from Nike. Yeah, it's bonkers, dude. It's it's, it's crazy. It's a it's a. A Cuban is just like fuck it, whatever. I don't know. I mean, it's, yeah, I it's exciting on that end, but I I'd love to hate them. Like I do not like it that. It makes team it so much easier from the top down. So yeah. much easier. And I think they screwed over this Mosley guy, you know, yeah, too, because it sounds like he should have been the sort of coach in waiting unofficially, and or the players love him, and he should have taken over for Carlisle. That should have been an easy hire for them. Um, but then to go and then just yeah, instead of, and then instead of hiring him, you hire Jason Kidd. Who doesn't deserve like, a fucking shot? No, His shots have no. been used. Yep. He's a yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. Just exactly. ask Brooklyn. He fucking skipped town to fucking greener pastures and got his ass handed to him. He tried to throw a coup, a fucking I know, coup. I know. In an NBA organization. Wife beaten fucking. Yeah. No. Just God, yeah. he's a fucking piece of shit. He's but a I do. Piece I also do like, I don't want to keep talking about Kit Jason Kid, but I do also like, like, like David Fisdale, though, took an assistant coaching job with the Lakers and stuff. So, like, those guys are even going back, like, listen, they're not getting a head coaching job, but they're still going. And, and I think there's, there's this other notion now that might be, or trend that might be kind of going on here where these older coaches are going to be like, all right, let me go, let me be an assistant coach. Let me go help some other teams. Let me get back into coaching and not just sitting out and waiting for an opportunity to be a head coach anymore. Like get back in there and, and try it and, 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 and just be a coach. You know, I think, I, I think that's sort of admirable because a lot of those guys have too big of egos where they're like, Oh, I'm only a head coach anymore. Like, I think, I think they've realized you mean that like they Jeff can't. Van Gundy and Mark Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't want to see either of those guys on the sideline. Stan so. Van Gundy will never coach in the NBA again. Like there's no way again. He, again. No, nope. he's done. He like, shouldn't. It's a wrap. It's he's a, a much rap. better commentator than he is a coach. He should much just, better. He should just coach something else. He should coach. No, he should. He should be. He should actually. You know what? You should. You should fire Jackson and your and his brother and bring him in because I thought he was a really great analyst on when he was doing calling NBA games. Great. I really enjoyed listening to him. Great. I'm happy with that. I would love to see that. I would also. Oh, speaking of announcers, but bring um, in Doris Burke or something then too. Would you just bring her or Candace? You know, Candace, who's a you know who's a great commentator? It's Candace Parker. I love me some Candace Parker all across the board. Hmm. She's incredible. Like on the pregame shows, like on TNT when she does it and she spits straight fire at Shaq and Barkley and calls them idiots most of the time. And she fucking runs laps around those idiots. I would be nervous to see it. like how long it love would it. take before somebody called like Candace Parker, like little lady or some shit. Like I just feel like introducing oh, a Shaq female does it like all the time. Yeah. It's just the worst. Uh, worst. the seven, I will say this. I want to, I meant, meant to mention this a couple weeks ago, but, uh, the 76ers lost their incredible play-by-play announcer, Mark Zumoff. He retired sort of un, un like I think Ben Simmons retired him. He just couldn't take it anymore. He's been with the, he was with the team for like 30 plus years. He like worked his way up all the way from like when he was a like a kid basically into the booth. He I don't know who they're going to replace him with. He he's been doing uh he's been working with Ala Abdel Nabi for like the last 3 or 4 years. Ala's great. Like he should be on some national broadcast, not like mm. the finals, but I would love to see Allah Abdel Nabi get a little bit of play, like a little bit of burn. Like they are one of my favorite, and this is like I've listened to a lot of of announcing duos because I think it's fun to do on League Pass, go city to city and just listen to how bad they are. I honestly say Mark Zumoff and Allah Abdel Nabi had like real chemistry. They were like a little cheesy at times, but really like I I enjoy them. I'm gonna miss Mark Zumoff. And I hope Allah gets a chance somewhere else. If he's if 
if he does move on from the 76ers because he's dope. I really, uh, bit, this is my, my shout, my, my one shout to Mark Zumoff. Hope you have fun. Hope you have fun playing golf or whatever you do. Yeah. Nice. That's nice. That's good. I, that's, um, I saw that story too. I didn't really pay much attention to it, but, uh, I didn't know. I never heard of him before. <laughs> he's incredible. But, um, he has a, uh, he has a terrible saying. His go-to saying is when a, when a, when somebody gets their own rebound and puts them back in, they say, he turned garbage into gold. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Wow. I know. Mama, Zoomy. there goes that man. Zoomy, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this guy's like a Philly. Mark Zuma's a Phil- born in Philly. His dad had season tickets, went to George Washington High, Temple University. Like, he's just a Philly dude. Like that's- Does he have that strong accent and stuff, too? No, not at all. He's real oh. nerdy. He's hmm. super nerdy. Yeah. Okay. Now their radio guys all got the like the full Philly accent, but Zumoff is just he's just right, he's exactly what you want in a play by play guy. Um, it's no, a, I'm it's, sad uh, I'm not gonna be able to listen, ever get to listen. Yeah, to him. he's great. Um, I don't. I, he maybe just needs some time with his family. Sad to, I mean, really, like how many times can you watch the Sixers like shoot themselves in the foot? Like he had yeah. to be like, this is the season. I can't do this again. Like, and Ben Simmons is like, I'm gonna <laughs> stop shooting. Speaking of Sixers, I, two things. We were just talking about coaches getting a chance. I, I honestly, I think Doc Rivers should should absolutely retire. Now. Hand He's the done. fucking reins over. Dude. Hand over. Sam Cassell. He's sitting right there. Yeah, he's just sitting right there. It. Doc, Doc, Doc should go back to broadcasting or something too. Actually, Doc like, I don't can't even talk. Know if he was that good at it back then. Doc, but he should go back to broadcast. Yeah, or like just take like a take like a player development position. Take a president position. Like yeah, you know something. enough people. Like just yeah. get yeah. not in Philly. Go, go run the magic or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go run. Exactly right. Go back to the magic. They're anyway, not- the other thing, the other thing I mentioned, I want to bring this up because I saw this yesterday and I was reading this, and apparently there's the rumor is, you know, Ben Simmons is on the block and they're they're starting to take like more re- or requests or talks or trade talks and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff or whatever. Yeah. And so take this maybe with a little bit of grain of salt, but there's a there's a there's a strong rumor now that that Sacramento is is very interested in Ben Simmons, and will uh will not include De'Aaron Fox in a trade. That's bullshit. But uh, Buddy Heald uh and 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 then possibly like Wendell Carter Jr. They want to I think they want to get rid of which Sixers should not absolutely not take that guy. But um, they are not saying no, and that Tyrese Halliburton is a strong option, plus multiple first-round picks. If if Halliburton's not in the fucking if if Halliburton's in, I'm in. But he healed Halliburton, and if like if you even get one first-round pick, take that to you. I agree. There's your there's your point guard of the future. He would be an incredible player to to pair with Simmons and the rest of that team. I agree. Plus, Buddy Heald as a shooting guard. And and a first round, like even if you just got those two guys alone for Simmons, I think that would be take that deal. I, I don't think you'll find a better deal out there. I agree. That's what I. I oh, can you imagine Tyrese Halliburton? That would be so. Oh, I mean, man, I, be, my dream was Darren Fox, De'Aaron Fox, and Halliburton, and no draft picks. So I'll take. I'll that's take too much. Deal. I think that's way too much. Yeah, you're probably. I agree. Right. Like, I, but people think you're not getting stuff for Simmons. You're getting. You're gonna get something for Simmons out of this. Yeah. Hopefully it's at least draft picks. Like I don't, I there's not anything else that like I know Toronto has expressed interest, and I'm like I don't. They got nobody. There's no pieces. Yeah. There's no pieces. Yeah. Like Gary, you know, you get Gary Trent Jr. and yeah. like you're gonna have to take like a high yeah. salary. That's the problem. Is you're gonna have to take a high salary guy, I think, well, or at least some one of a high salary guy to to fit it under the caps. Yeah. So you're you know depending, and I think most teams are over the cap, so you're gonna have to sort of take 
some salary back. And that's where Buddy Heald comes into play because he actually serves a purpose and has a high salary, but you can make that work on that team. What about just going straight to fucking Cleveland for like Colin Sexton? No, man, I ain't, I ain't down with Colin Sexton's business. Colin Apparently Sexton's going to be Knicks, a Nick. Yeah. It's going to uh, happen. This is, he's not, Shams is saying it's happening. He's a scorer, but he's not, he's not what you need on either he's of those teams. He's such a I Nick, though. He's such a Nick. He's, uh, of course he is. But it, well, that's the other thing. It's like he's not, though, because the Thibodeau, the guy doesn't play defense. I know. He's a He's more of an Isaiah era Nick. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. He's a, he's a pre Tibbs Nick. Uh, pre Tibbs Nick. Which, yeah, which sort of scares me. And, and um, it's, it's not. I, I don't, and then say, and he's only got one year left, and then he's going to demand at least uh, a twenty to thirty million dollar contract, like a max contract. Like, no, thank you, not for Sexton. He's not that guy. He can't shoot threes that well. Uh, he doesn't play defense. I don't know what you're going to. I don't know why you're paying him all that money. I think that I'm. I. I, I just. You're think basically that, you're you're paying him that money to be what Emmanuel Quigley will be in like two years. Yeah, good point. Quigley, Quigley down Quigley. under. Quickly down under. Real <laughs> <Emmanuel> quickly. <laughs> Great movie. Yeah, Tom Selleck's <laughs> finest. And, and actually, I think it is. Yeah, I don't think he did many major motion pictures. That was a. Yeah, but that Mr. Baseball. Oh no, no, that's a lie. He was Three Men and a Baby, right? Oh, he did those. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Those, were, those were great. Mm-hmm. Three Men and a Little Lady. <laughs> Can't beat it. <laughs> Let's do some betting. Okay. Oh, actually, can we just one more thing while we're talking basketball real quick? Sure, man. Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. We're, we're, people are bashing Team USA with the Olympics and stuff because they, they lost two games and they're having a tough time adjusting, I think, to the rules and they'll figure it out and they're going to crush everybody once the actual Olympic games begin. Not without Bradley uh, Beal. But should they just kind of put Carmelo Anthony on the roster as sort of like this sort of de facto Olympic captain kind of guy? I think that that's what they're... I think that... That's what they think Kevin Love is. Yeah, but that he's not. I know. He's not that guy. Kevin, he's what never the fuck be is he even guy. doing on that team? Also, did you see their reserves? Because Bradley Beal is like on a COVID protocol. Like, it's yeah. nobody's. Sadiq Bey. Like, that's, yeah. that's their reserves. Are that's crazy. Not even like the so why, best rookies of last Carmelo year. Carmelo in now, then. Anthony Edwards? Can he just be on the team? Like, but here's okay. So here's my point for for Melo though, right? And I'm not, you know me, I'm not the biggest Melo guy, but I think he deserves to be on this thing. He's played in in four Olympics. Yeah, he's, right? he's it's the most. He he it's the most. I, I don't know if he's even tied for with anybody else, but he's played the most uh, Olympic teams. I'm into it. You don't have to convince me. Like, he thrives at the Olympics. He loves playing at the Olympics because he's really good at it too. He's he excels. He's also games. earned it. He's not. He's he's. If there's nothing else, he has earned that sort of thing. I think that's the perfect sort of Melo. Sort of. Um, Plus, I think he's still. I think he's still like overseas. He's still like a celebrity. He's like Derek Rose. Yeah, like right, people still right. consider him. Like yep. he still sells shoes and shit. He's still cool. Yeah, he's still cool over there. Yeah, especially Japan, man. Tokyo, come on. I yeah. think it's a. I think that was a huge. Did you come up with this? Because that's pretty good. Yeah. This is your own thing. Yeah. Well, I like it. Yeah. That's a hot take. Because I forgot how good he was the last Olympic time around, and he was like, he was he was the guy that was like involved the whole team. Everyone was gathered around him. He was like an he was an all star on the Olympics. This this is a great. He was idea. passing. He was scoring. He was having fun out there. Plus, he could be a mentor. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's it's sort of like he's sort of like the um I don't know what the what the term would be, but he's sort of the de facto like it's I don't want to say mascot, you know, because that's sort of degrading. 
but he's he's like I, I sort of the captaincy. He's this just would sort be, of the this would resident his, captain, this like Olympic captain. He's an old guy. Yeah. Would th- would this be his fifth Olympics? This would be his fifth fifth Olympics. Yeah. yeah. And then so, if he like he still could play four more years, like you know, from now, like put him on again. Sue Bird's going to her fifth. Yeah, Why not exactly. Mello? Exactly. Exactly. Man. Anyway, that's a good idea. Let's gamble. Yeah, let's gamble quickly. Uh, just you had a note here. Conor McGregor begging for the end. Like, do we? Why? Who fucking cares? Like, I'm just. I'm happy. He's he's done. He's not coming back. He injured his leg. I, from what I was reading, like you can't fight. You can't be the same fighter now once you've broken your leg. Yeah, it's done. Like I'm happy. Like bye bye. Yeah. Bye. The whole thing, like check kick, it wasn't a check. No, a check kick. Like who cares? Like right. He's he's like, oh, he didn't break my leg. I broke my own leg. Get the fuck out. Like that's yeah, that's a badge yeah. of honor. Yeah. Like right. Fuck and he's just a shot t- shit talking the guy and the guy's wife and family. I mean, that's just what he does. Like it's I bullshit. Like I, so that's the thing. It's like because he was at the height of his thing, and, and the and the superstar of a sport and winning, and everyone put up with that bullshit. And now that same tired ass rhetoric ain't gonna happen because he's he's a fucking loser. I like that Jake broken ass Jake leg. Paul like. Jake and Paul's just gonna really, kick him to the curb now. I don't even care about the Pauls, but Jake Paul's been trolling him really good. I really Which is like great. it. Yeah, yeah. I'm impressed. He said he would. He wouldn't take twenty three dollars to fight him. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Which I think is bullshit. I think he would take millions of, of dollars to fight him. It's gonna be a great yeah. fight. I yeah. would love to see that. But he's not yeah. gonna. Manny Pacquiao ain't gonna fight his ass anymore. Nope. He should not have done this fight. It's just crazy. Anyway, I don't care about UFC. I tried to watch. I tried to watch like his leg break. Everyone's like, "It's so gruesome." I don't really see it. Yeah, he didn't really. Yeah, he just kind of stumbled back. And yeah, I'm was like, like yeah, it? my leg's broken. Yeah, it's not like it broke in half and like went bent to the side or anything. No, yeah. he just broke his fucking shin bone or something. Yeah, because he kicked him in the in the hard part. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, let's gamble quickly. Uh, I wanted to let you know that I have a golf expert now. Ooh, a guy I really trust. Oh. Uh, for gambling. For gambling. Not for playing. Not for playing. Okay. He says to uh, to keep your eye on Xander Shoffley. Shoffley. Yep. Who's he's a good he's a good golfer. His he's been price for to win while. is four. I mean, it's like since this podcast has been on, it was twenty plus twenty three hundred. Now he's plus four thousand. If you if there's a top five bet, which I don't know if they're still doing those or not, um, I put a little taste on him. Okay. Anyway, is this for the uh, British for, Open? This is for the U.S. Open. Oh, this is the U.S. Open. Or the Open Championship. I don't know if it's a British Open. It's the Open. Oh, it's. I think it's. The, yeah, it's I think the it's, the, it's the Open Championship. I think is the is the. Well, it's not the British. They don't call it the British anymore. What? Oh, but it's, right. But it's that one. It's the. Right. It's the. It's the Euro. Great Britain sort of thing. The Great yeah. British Golf Off. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in my bunt. All right, Shoffley tied for seventy eighth right now. Currently, yeah, he's dropping yeah. like he's dropping like hotcakes. Uh oh. So thing? your golf guy's not doing so good here. Oh, I'm no, I love, I love him. I'm a two. Yeah. You can get him a plus four thousand. Keep it up. I would bet. So this one, and I don't know. I, I had a, I had a weird thought about this, and I don't, I never, I didn't research it enough, and I don't know. But I don't know if like the bet would be like a non-American because most Europeans win this tournament. Oh. But I'm not sure if that's true or not. Ask your guy that, maybe. Okay, I will. Okay. I just got him to, like, I just got this tip in, like, right before the show. I forgot to bring it up earlier. And now uh, he's already dropped, like, fucking hard, hot, hot poop. Drop it like hot poop. Um, do you have any other bets? 
Yeah, let's. Uh, I want. I, I, there's two uh, W, uh, not WNBA, but NBA Finals bets. I want to kind of. Um, I looked them up this morning, and I want to kind of get your thoughts and takes on them. Let's have them. So, uh, pretty much right now, it's still like the Suns are favored to win the series, mm-hmm. uh, and the betting favorite is is basically the the series. You could you could bet on the series win, I think, or whatever they call it. It's like you know how many games. So it'd yeah. be Suns win the series four games to three is the is sort of the betting favorite. Oh, that's yeah. It was which it I was, think is interesting. It was in it was in five like uh, two two games ago. So yeah, it's of course it was, how it's right. like changed. But they're not going to let it go like less than well seven. It, I don't think even going, six is going to be asking for it. It's gonna it, it's gonna be every home team, and then I think the Bucks win in seven. Personally, right. Although I do the, the number of road wins though in the NBA Finals is over under point five, and the over is minus 370, which I think is really interesting. Yeah, and I like that. I don't agree with that at all. Really? You think it's Phoenix? W- no. Nope. Oh. Yeah, because every home team's going to win. Okay. And Phoenix has Phoenix has the, the home... So you uh, say Phoenix, so then you would take Phoenix at plus 190, and then where's the... And then you said the series spread? Is that... Where do I find that bet? Uh, it's in there somewhere. But hold on, let me finish this one. So the, so the number of road wins in the NBA Finals under 0.5 is plus 280. That means yeah. if every home team wins. Yeah, I know. I got what you're saying. Right. So I don't know that. I feel like that's a really good bet. But where do I find this bet? All right, I, hold on. I uh, it's it. in uh, series props. Yeah. Series winner. Series total games. Hold on. Nope. Series spread. Where the hell is this thing? Where the fuck did this thing go? See, you made it up. No, it's there somewhere. Too good to be true. Series correct score. Series correct score. No. Nope. Phoenix Suns 4-3 plus 190. Yeah, but then where's the fucking over under? Oh. Um oh, the, oh in the uh total game spread. Not there. Hold on, hold on. Doesn't exist, Chris. Hold on, playoff Doesn't props. Exist. It's there. Doesn't exist. It's not here. Oh yeah, you got to go up top to playoff props. I'm in playoff props, bro. There's only two things: the number of road wins in the NBA Finals, and then number of road wins uh, over unders. I don't see it. All the way, like so, it's game lines, game props, series props, series player props, and then playoff props. No, mine just goes to Team Futures. Weird. Uh, weird. I don't know why I have a different. That is weird. That is. Man, why does this always fucking happen? We're both using DraftKings, right? Yeah. It's so weird the way that this works. So weird. Uh, well, I was gonna try to do the, a a parlay of that. Of the okay. of the under, with the uh, with this the correct the correct score Suns four three, um, mm-hmm. just to double down see if there's a like way that. to do it. But I can't I, like fu- I can't figure it out. So fuck it. That's weird. Yeah, yeah, that is weird. Fuck All you, right, the other one, Yeah, the other one is the uh, NBA Finals MVP. Okay. And right now, uh, let me go back to that one. If it's um, series players, where the hell is it? Player futures. There we go. Uh, Giannis is plus 130. He's the favorite. Chris Paul is plus 175. Devin Booker plus 260. And then Chris Middleton plus 3,000. I love it. Like if, if, if Milwaukee does come back and win this series. I just feel like it's, they're going to give it to Giannis. He's already had two 40-point games. I know, but, but Middleton is... Uh, I, I don't know if he's outplaying him, but he's, they wouldn't be it winning It should be him. Chris Middleton. It should right? be Chris Middleton. Who votes on this? Is it like, a, is it like that? Who chooses? I th- I don't know if it if it's because it's in the moment, so I don't know if it's sort of uh, the media and stuff who have, are watching the games or at the games and stuff. 
I'm not sure. I'm not exactly sure on that one. So the other one is DeAndre Ayton plus twelve thousand. And if it if it's not for Ayton and he's not having a great series because Booker is outscoring him, I guess technically. But but Middleton's it, incredible value twenty five dollars against right, seven seventy five. Also is the MVP of this team, I think. Ayton's of of the Suns for the finals. But I don't think he would win it. Although right, because without him, they 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 would be they'd be toast. I think it's going to be Devin Booker. If it's the Suns, personally, it's got to be. I, it's, I feel so. I feel like it's Chris Paul just because of because it's Chris Paul and they'll give it to him because it'll be his only thing and they'll just like make him a Finals MVP. But it should be it should be Booker or Aiton. Okay, I like. I'm gonna go with Middleton plus three thousand. But I love the Middleton. The Middleton one is like. I mean, it's plus three thousand is incredible. It's in, it's great. I have yeah. one last thing I wanted to say okay. about NBA, and then we can go. Why do coaches not use the replay if it's there? Like why do they go to the why do they go to the end of the game with it? Like last night because there, they wait for the end last, of the game and if last there's a night, call they need. But that last night Devin Booker there was a swipe. It went off of it went it went off of Tucker's leg. Yep. But they called it or finger. Bucks yep. ball, whatever, finger, yeah. Booker's like replay it. Monty doesn't. The next yeah. play down, Booker gets his fucking fifth foul and they and they score two. It's a 4-point swing. It changes the entire momentum of the game. Booker has to be sat. And Monty never uses that replay at the end, till the end, like at all in the game. Just trust your what, player. Was that under what was that under? What was the time on that? Do you it was remember? Was in the third quarter. Oh, it was in the third quarter. Yeah. yeah. See, that's so. That's the problem. Is that it is doesn't that make any coaches, fucking sense. Right. It doesn't because they're so worried about end of game calls or yeah. towards the end of game calls that they save them for that. But and it's, I think but that's it, a but stupid he ended mistake. Up, then he ends up with it. And it, it's a four point swing plus his fucking player that has 40 points suddenly gets put on the bench. Like just right. fucking yes. do the replay. Like just yes. do the goddamn replay. Like it's that's what it's there for. Imagine if it didn't exist. That's how it would have been. Just per, if if you use it, be like, well, now it's back to the olden days before we had replays. So right. like, and just assume that the NBA is gonna fucking look at these plays close to the end of the game because that's what fucking the fans want anyway. Like it. Monty fucking has shit the bed in two straight games. I'm sorry. I love the yeah. guy, but he's yeah. pulling fucking well, Aiden with three fouls yeah. makes no fucking sense. And fucking this book, like not calling a replay and saving your fucking replays for no reason is bullshit. Like just it's it, bullshit. It, it, it's too, again, it goes Coach back to being Bud. too conservative and too scared to like try to, to try to think outside the box on these types of things in these scenarios and stuff. Because isn't the other problem though too, because you can't, you can't use it under two minutes, right? Because then it goes, it goes the officiating themselves. Yeah, but it, this was not right. That, that was this was not the case. Yeah. No, I know. So, oh, yeah. So, like, so what are you saving it for? The last like three yeah, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saving it for the last like three minutes before the you know for yeah. under five minutes kind of thing. Yeah. And then sometimes you're not you're left. You can't even use it because something doesn't even come up then apparently. Or you're using it and wasting on a stupid call that you know is not going to overturn, but now you feel like you have to use it just to try to use it, even though it's an obvious no call. Yeah. Or non call or non reverse call and stuff. So yeah, I agree. Like. Don't be afraid, especially like you said, it was a game-changing moment. Huge, Huge. swung everything. That's a four-point swing. Plus, you're fucking yeah. your all-star. Yeah. You're the main guy it on your helps, team. Is it perfect. helps kill their momentum maybe a little bit? Stops the game a little bit. Gives your guys a little bit of a break or just trust your fucking player. If he's saying going off the other guy, just trust your fucking star. Call the especially fucking like replay. you said, especially when it says it puts that guy in foul trouble. That's yeah. another thing. That's a, that's a an excellent reason to use that. It's just bullshit. I I'm fucking I'm. I, they don't know how to. I don't think they know how. It's, you know what it is? It's like in football when they were doing replay, reviews and replays and throwing the flag and stuff. 
And finally, teams started doing like having guys up in the booth going like, "Okay, yes, make this call. Don't make this call." Right? But they, they don't. Have have, the who- NBA doesn't have that time, which is sort of like the unfair portion of this. But like, just do it. Call right. timeout. Call or, fucking timeout. Like it's like now. It's like the um. It's like the uh, kicking the extra point or going for two. It's like well, you you got to step out of. You got to like start figuring these things out a little bit better. You got to start getting out of your comfort zone and the old way of thinking and try these in different ways. And because you might send a new trend there where you're using, you're using these replays smartly instead of just when you're, when everyone thinks you're supposed to use them or yeah. save or saving them. the hands up. Oh, well didn't get it this time. Bullshit. It's like, that's not how this game is played. Like you got to fuck it. It's possession to possession. It's yeah, a, exactly. it's a, it's a plus minus game. That's all. I, uh, I had a wonderful time talking to you. Thank you for putting up with my voice, Chris. Uh, oh, my pleasure. You have yourself a wonderful weekend. You too. uh, Feel better. We'll talk to you next week, Dad. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.